You're tuned into The Flow Suite, a podcast about rising from the tough stuff and taking back your life. I'm Kristen Cho, and I know what it's like to believe you have failed so badly that you're officially out of time, ideas, and support. I also know what it feels like to finally shut that shit down. Because it's never too late. Creativity is infinite, and you just gained another super fan. Life gets wild when you're working against your flow. That's why I'm here to help you face everything that holds you back so you can take that first step out of hell and reclaim your life. Let's get to it. Welcome back to the Flow Suite, guys. I am so excited to talk to you today because we are going to break down New Year resolutions, why we set them, some of the issues we have with them, um, (laughs) all these messed up views we have about them, um, and we're going to talk about a new way to approach creating them and setting them and following them the whole nine. Um, I like to open this kind of conversation by saying I have never kept a new year resolution. I don't think I can remember a single one I have set that I achieved. And I am not proud of that because I've told people things I wanted to do and then did not do them. Like that kind of drives me crazy, but I'm also a little bit freed by it because I know I'm not alone in this. I know that I am not the only one who sets off with good intentions and it just falls flat. And so it's not that I want to live in that space and just think, well, it's out of my hands, Uh, but I do want to extend that comfort both to my own self and to anyone out there who's shaking along like, hell yeah, that's me too. I think the reasons why we do that are um, are real, you know, and they're very common and they can be uh, worked out so that we don't do that to ourselves anymore. And that's where this conversation is eventually going to end up. But in the mi- in the meantime, like in the beginning here, I want to discuss that a little bit further because I don't know about you, but whenever we get around this time, you know, we're in the thick of the holidays and... Um, You know, we're watching everyone around us get set up for the new year, talk about seeing family, um, talk about things they want to do. You always, I always, and if you're like me, you always start to wonder, like, am I doing all the things I want to do? Am I around the people I want to be around? Shoot, am I someone that my people want to be around? And I think this is what always prompts that panic. Like, I've got to make changes or I've, I've got to do this life different. Okay. Um, in a way it is, it reminds me of the grief response when you are, um, just grieving the loss of something. And then when the holidays come around, that's usually a huge trigger and it reminds people that they're alone or without or detached from something, someone, someplace. Okay. Okay. And so I feel like it has a very similar effect in that it's, it, the, the holidays mark this reality in our lives. And so if we would sit with it for a little bit, <laughs> we might find some deep answers there. But what really um, happens with most of us is we just decide, well, the new year's coming. I'm just going to make a, make a resolution and do better. And that's It's not a bad thing to do. It's not bad to see a date and set a goal. And then when that day comes, like make it happen. Um, But I think a lot of times when we do that, if we're not planting those in the right soil, like if we are not 
creating a foundation for those things to like anchor into and live and like grow on, I think that's when we fall apart. And so let the emotions roll in. Let the reality sink in that like you are feeling that there is a need for a change, that you are feeling something needs to shift. But I ha- in this few minutes we got here, I'm going to challenge you to pause in that and just really let the feeling go through you and ask yourself like why you're feeling that, okay? Get to the root of it. Really get down to the core reason why the longing is popping up. Like why is the sadness there or why is the the yearning there? What is it? Okay. Um, I think like a lot of us, we set these arbitrary goals because they are lumped into categories that we all need help and growth in. And it's not even that it's because we're lacking. It's just that we can always do a little bit better. Every single day we can grow in some area of our life. And so these key spots, family, love, money, success, spirituality, you know, all of these things, there is a like wealth of opportunities under all of those umbrellas for us to set a goal, you know, um, and tack it onto a certain topic and then better ourselves one little bit at a time. And in the process of, you know, picking out these new year resolutions, a lot of times we dip from these same buckets and we just pick one out and we think, well, if I want to get healthy, then I, what do I do? I go on a diet or I drink more water or I go to the gym and, you know, if I want to be a better human, you know, human being in general, I will volunteer. I will adopt animals, you know, things like that. And so, you, you know, I can go through every, every bucket like this. And we choose good things and then we fall off of them. And then we sit back and think, like, what an asshole. <laughs> All I wanted to do was volunteer more and I didn't, you know. I wanted to be a better human being and I couldn't do it. You know, or gosh, I really suck. I wanted to get healthy and I stopped going to the gym on February 2nd. You know, we do this to ourselves and I feel like there is just miles, okay, of reality between the arbitrary goal that we set on the typical date everyone else is doing it and the true deep-rooted desire that we have inside, even though we have failed at this little goal, that we still have to better ourselves And this is the space that we do not take the time to occupy. This is the space that we do not consider worth our time and our effort and our attention. All right? And this is exactly the space that I am moving from going into 2021. This whole big gray area here where there's a shitload of opportunity. Okay? And this is also the space from which I want to speak to you today. So if you're going to follow along and you want to take some notes... (laughs) I'm sorry because I have no like real rhyme or reason to it, but, um, I'll recap as I can. And, um, if you're just listening as you go, if I, if I want you to carry anything with you, okay, it's just the fact of like, there is always more beneath what you really want to do. That has got to be the core foundational thing here. There's just always more beneath the surface. And once you think you got deep enough, there's more. So just hold that thought wherever you hear me speak if 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 you're doing something else and you, and you pick back up that I'm still on your you know in your ear remember there's always more beneath the surface okay that's what all of this is going to like hinge on so 
I'm gonna rewind just a bit and give you a quick recap about past New Year resolutions, why I think they didn't work, things I tried to do real quickly. I'm talking like, yeah, ten, last 10 to 15 years, lots of changes in my life, lots of changes in who I am as a woman. Um, my positions in life have changed and altered and all of that good stuff. And so my resolutions changed. Um, in my mid-20s, it was just go to the gym more, you know? It was... Um, try to build something you know uh, I was really crafty in my early 20s I mean I still am but like in different ways and I wanted to like make things and do these things I wanted to travel so I had all these things right becoming a mother my resolutions changed and not just that but I also became um, a Christian when I went around the time I was pregnant with my son and so my resolutions then included um, memorizing more scripture, going to more Bible studies, going to a Christian conference or something like that. And also really deep rooted desires to like publish something of my own, start my blog, uh, things like that. And then through the last five years, life has spun <laughs> in a whole new way. And my resolutions have changed, um, get to know myself more, spend more time alone thinking, um, make a journal of things that I want to learn more about in this world, make friends uh, with people that I actually vibe with, not just uh, cling to people that I've known the longest, things like that. And I've really wanted to uh, understand this change in my desires because no matter what I've done, you know, on the outside and what I failed to do, those desires have always remained. I have always wanted to do better. I have always wanted to grow. And for some reason, I just couldn't make it happen. And a lot of times, you know, we think we can just start fresh at 2021, you know, and we can just make ourselves all okay again, the whole new year, new me. And I have never really fallen total victim to that, although it is a very... Um, sparkly thing for a person like me who's like, I'll just, I'll just start over. You know, I, I get a fresh start in six weeks kind of thing and I'll binge till I get there. Not healthy, not healthy at all. I do not recommend it. And, um, but I, I didn't want to throw, you know, it all away with that. I, I had to look at the fact that, yep, I've quit on myself. Yep. I've really messed up. But deep down that desire has never left. And that is where I had to go to start all over and decide how do I want to approach 2021 and how do I want to take everything I've learned and lived and experienced and and like tie that in and make it the most holistic approach to growth okay if if the whole goal is just about making changes that I want to you know in in body so that I grow then what is the most holistic and healthy way I can do that? And it's not just picking things out of a hat. It's not just looking at the most common things and deciding I need one of each. All right, this isn't a color-coded thing, although I do have areas, but it's, it's just not that simple for me anymore. I really have a lot that I want to work out. And if you're anything like me, like you do too. <laughs> so... The new approach is a lot less simple things other people can understand and it's a lot more really deep customized shit that my soul actually needs. 
okay? So with that, all right, the thing that has come through, and this is something I've done over the last 10 to 15, was that I always used to pick a word for the year. This started with the group of girls I did Bible study with for a long time, and I loved this. And um, I remember us picking it so that we had something to anchor into, something to focus on throughout the year. And I always knew, okay, only one word, like out of the millions of words, I have to only pick one. I remember like the pain of that, but I did it. But then there was always more to it. I would literally have a manifesto written down in my journal. I'd say, oh yeah, my word is is like reach, but it was actually an acronym for five words. And then there was a story for each word. There was always more beneath the surface, right? And so this year, okay, I wanted to do that, but I also, I needed more of a mantra. I needed more of a mindset rather than just one word, okay? And I wanted it to be simple enough that it encapsulated everything, but it, not just the the um what everyone else is doing like this just my one word of a thing and so it's a mindset it's a word that triggers a mindset it is a focal point it's something I can come back to and what that is for 2021 is an audacious reclamation an audacious reclamation of who I am the power I hold like the brain and the like the the, the processes and the intelligence that I possess Okay, an audacious reclamation of my family and my connection to the people that I truly love in this lifetime. Um, an audacious reclamation of my individuality and my right to walk this life exactly who I am. Do you see where I'm going with this? So very similar to just picking one word and Look, I'm not trying to say I've got this big novel idea, but for me, language really matters. How I explain something to myself matters. And if I have to water down my language so that other people understand it, it no longer serves me. It no longer gives me life. The more that my words work for me, the better. You might not understand them. Other people might not understand them, but I do. And that is the most important thing. And so choosing a couple of words that trigger an entire vibe and vision in me, fantastic. So it's because I remember when I picked my just my one word, every time I saw that word, oh, that must be a sign that I have to follow that or I must that must be a sign. No. Okay. I think reach was on a toothpaste tube in Canada one time. That doesn't mean I had to buy that toothpaste and it didn't mean that drugstore clerk, you know, had vi- had any magic words for me. Like it went too far sometimes because when all I was focused on was the word and picking the word, but no, but audacious reclamation, very few things, very few things connect to that. Um, and that's important. Okay. So there, there is no there is no game to it like there was when I just had the one word. There is no, I think that's a sign. No, I will know if it's a sign. I will know because that is such a specific feeling and vision that I got to choose that mantra, that saying, that phrase, um, that it will elicit a very specific feeling and then I will know I am on the right track. 
okay? So that is something I'm pulling through, keeping a couple of words, but the purpose of them is so much different. And with that, now I have specific things I do want to carry out through the new year. There are definitely goals that I want to achieve. There are things I want to try. There are places I want to go. There are people I want to love. Like there are still specific things, but the containers that they reside in, okay, the containers that I'm drawing them from, or um, I, I call, I'm saying containers, like your spaces, your uh, categories, however you want to call it. Like they, they are all um, a little bit different. Like I don't have a fitness container. I don't have a fitness based resolution. And I think taking care of our body is super important. We should be doing that, right? Uh, but it's just not something that I need to put front and center on my day planner every day. You know, like go to the gym or take your supplements and stuff. Now I do need to do those things, but not, it's not fitness based. It's whole health based. And that's a whole different container. That's like deep work just for me that I need in order to feel like I have taken care of my frame, but it's not just about the physical exertions and going to the gym. It's about caring for the processes that go on at a cellular level to keep me operating healthily. Like I need more supplements, not to make me strong so I can go like PR, you know, on the bed. That's not who I am, but I do need supplements to help balance my hormones I do need supplements to decalcify my pineal gland. You know, like I want to take supplements that help my hair grow because it's thinning because I'm getting older. Do you see where I'm going with that? So physical, like physical things, the the fitness things, they all fall just under a different category because my vision is not to be the most fit version of myself. My vision is for overall wholeness in, in that sense. And so if I just focus on caring about my frame, if I focus on caring about my body and taking care of myself, I, I want to focus on getting strong, but I can do that in a number of ways. And I don't need to go to the gym for it. If I want to focus on being more hydrated, yes, I should chug a bunch of water. But there's other things that I need to do um, like in order to keep like my skin soft and my hair moisturized and all that kind of stuff. And so I look at it as like straight up temple care rather than just, you know, a fitness goal. And this is again where language matters. Just saying one thing that I've read everywhere else or I've heard everyone else say or saying it so everyone else can understand it does not serve me. But when I read temple care, you know, as one of my key parts of my new year plan to take care of myself. I Oh, that drums up visions. Okay. That reminds me of the things I need to do to make sure I am strong and hydrated and balanced in all the aspects of the human part of me. All right. That walks around this work, this world. Do you get what I'm saying? Okay. So I have a bunch of containers that I'm focusing on growing this year. I did an Instagram live yesterday. If you happen to see it, I noted that I had eight containers and I have definitely swapped some things around since then. And this is the beauty of it. It is not concrete. It can change, uh, but the focus is still there. So if you've listened, if you watch that and now you're listening to this, it's probably going to change up a bit. 
but there's still a lot to it. So go with me here. Um, I'm going to actually take you through every single one of my containers today and uh, kind of give you the breakdown of how I plan to focus on those areas and grow in those areas. Now, there's going to be a few more language things here. And again, if you know me by now, you know I love to just use my own words. They just help me solidify with what I'm doing even better. So the whole focus is not for me to accomplish anything, to master anything, to be the best version of any of these things, but it is simply to just level up in these areas. I use this example of how my son plays a lot of video games and it's always about leveling up your character. They start off as the base, you know, the basic dude and then level one, they get something, level two, they get something and so on. And at some point they get these really awesome attributes, you know, that you can access. There's like a special, there's healing properties, there's different places they can go. All of these things were already in them, but you had to do the work to unlock that. So I simply apply it to myself. I just want to level up in each of these areas. It may take me the whole year. It may take me six weeks. And what am I going to do if that happens early? I'm just going to set a new little mark to keep on going. The purpose is not to check off a box. Okay. The purpose is to constantly check in and make sure that I'm on target that the things I am doing, that the, the things I'm thinking and eating and listening to and watching and reading, the things that I am paying attention to with my heart and soul and mind and all of that, to make sure that they are keeping me in a place where I can constantly level up in these areas. Do you see what I'm saying? So another thing is in each of these containers, okay, as I'll call them, there is movement happening. I don't just want this to be a simple, you know, make it better. It's not just a, everything that's there is good and needs to be made better. It's a, there is going to be some exchange happening. Some things are going to come in and some things have to go out. Because I, if I want to make a change, obviously what's already there is not working for me. It doesn't mean that everything that you have just needs to be brought up. It means some stuff might need to go. So every area, every container that I want to level up in is going to require stirring up what exists, getting rid of some of it in order to make room for new stuff to come in. So every area has opposing forces that I'm striving to balance on a daily basis. And in that, I keep the motion going. There's movement in my energy, okay? It's not just stagnant waiting for the new thing to come in and balance it all. Every area is being shaken up so that I can remove what no longer serves me and make room for what can help me grow. All right? So that's what I'll call breathing. Like they, those areas are breathing. It's like a inhale and an exhale, like an ebb and a flow, expansion, contraction, however you need to see it. So with that... The main areas that I have, okay, I have a soul container, soul-based container where I am making sure that I am growing. And in that area, the breath is that I want to create and I want to transmute. Create things like just create rhythms that serve my life. I want to create things that help me do better in all the other areas, okay? And in in transmute, 
I chose this word over destroy because destroy just sounds so final and so negative, not to mention nothing is ever really destroyed, but to transmute something, to alchemize something, to change something that is real. So there are things that exist in me now. There's energy that resides in me now that doesn't need to be destroyed. It doesn't need to go. It just needs to be, just needs to be transmuted a little bit. All right. So at the very deepest level of me, I am basically like turning that first couple of gears inside and getting them on track so they can fuel the whole machine. What some of what is there needs to be seriously reprogrammed, needs to change. And then that energy can go on to create new things. Do you see how this works? So one cannot happen without the other. I cannot do the changing without the new energy. And the new energy isn't going to come until I do the changing. And so little chicken or egg issue, um, not a big deal. Just trust the process and I start moving and I start doing the work, responding to the work, keep doing the work, keep responding. And before I know it, it's going to generate a lot of healthy energy at the very core of me to make everything else that I want to achieve possible. Okay? Because the second area is my mental space. Mental, this is years of work. This is never going to end. The breath that I'm taking in this container is to draw in good things, positive, life-giving growth mindset, and to see out, okay, negative, pessimistic, limiting, scarcity-based beliefs. Those have choked me long enough. I have made so many decisions from a place of um, self-abandonment from a place of scarcity. I just, I no longer want to do that. So I want to draw in like confidence that I've got myself covered. I want to draw in a more nurturing energy, knowing that like I'm covering myself. A lot of inner child work is happening at this level. Um, a lot of, um, cognitive behavioral therapy is happening at this level. A lot of reprogramming, so that is the mental space, the physical space. Okay. And you can call this the fitness area, but this is the physical body. I want to achieve and I want to cultivate. So some things, yeah, I want to hang a medal on it. I want to achieve something. Something I really want to achieve is just greater flexibility. I am getting old. <laughs> I am not trying to hide it. I'm in pain. I want to achieve, um, a vitality in my musculoskeletal structure that allows me to move without feeling nervous that I'm going to break something. Quite frankly, we're talking about snowboarding this year and I'm afraid to fall because I'm afraid to hurt myself. You know, I'm afraid of actually having to seek medical attention if I fall. I never had to worry about that before. So I want to achieve a level of strength in my body again. And I want to achieve hormonal balance to kind of quell some of these these um, signs of aging. I want to achieve... Um, a, a sense of you know hydration that like protects my hair and my skin and prevents more more like aggressive wrinkling and all that I'm gonna age gracefully you guys I am determined <laughs> and cultivating what do I want to cultivate I want to learn more things like I want to get better at physical activities that I've always wanted to try I want to cultivate a sense of adventure um, with my body I want to cultivate new habits that take me um through uh through through this life you know and just give me a little more sense of you know uh 
achievement at the end. Like I want to climb this or I want to dive there or I want to do things. So the cultivating um, experiences aspect of it is really just putting my physical body into this world in a way that um, I never have before and just really embracing um, like the nature around me, uh, the wonder around me and all of that. Okay, from a spiritual sense. And this is really funny because as if anything in our life is not spiritual. Hey, Rob Bell, I'm looking at you. Thanks for that book. But um, for the sake of this, I um, the breath I'm taking in my spiritual space is to believe and to question. This is tough because for a long time, all I did was question. <laughs> and then for a while, all I did was believe. And it's time to balance that out. And then again, remember, you're diving deep, you're going down, and you cannot have one without the other. And it, it, it even exists here. So I want to believe still in miracles and amazing things. I still want to believe in um, like the beauty of like sunrises and sunsets and that there is probably a monster at the bottom of the ocean and all that good stuff. But I also want to question um, the things that I have held for so long as sound. Um, I want to question from a healthy place that allows my brain to be utilized um, I shut off my brain for a long time because I believed it was wrong to think um, and analyze and use logic to uh, figure things out. And so I want to question and look at the sources that exist and the facts that exist. And uh, it's just something I never want to take for granted ever again. So I want to keep the wonder and I want to remain open to the magic that this world holds. But I also want to stay grounded and look at the facts and then apply the wonder okay and not just believe and then just walk through life like ignorant of that like if I really believe that we are all amazing people and we are all deserving of like the good stuff then we have to take care of one another okay we don't single people out and decide some are more important than others and so on and so forth so believing and questioning it covers a lot from the uh, emotional place. I want to feel and I want to heal. Okay. Um, in this, in the easiest form, like healing doesn't always mean that you just get over something, but feeling doesn't mean that you don't still get to process and heal things. Okay. So you can feel positive, like you should draw in positivity, but if you're still struggling through something, you are still allowed to heal that. And if you're fully healed from something, that doesn't mean that pain doesn't exist still sometimes. So finding that breath within this emotional container is I still want to feel my way through life, but I also still need to remain from in a healing place. I have to manage those emotions and make sure that I'm not being overtaken by them. But I also don't want to become so cynical um, from the pains that I have experienced or caused other people that I reduce, I'm sorry, that I remove my right to feel. Okay. Um, from a family standpoint, um, the way I want to breathe into my family, breathe through this container is initiating and course correcting. I want to initiate more traditions. Okay. I want to initiate more fun. I want to initiate more comfort in our home. Um, I want to initiate in the sense of just reminding my children that they are their own little people in training and they get to use their own brains going forward. That how I live my life is not how they have to live their life. What I believe is not what they have to believe. I want to share with them, but I also want it to be their freedom to choose. And that's where the course correct comes in because for a long time I've told them what should be done 
I've put them into the care of people who've told them what should be done. Um, and I need to kind of like rewrite that. And not to mention, I've made mistakes as their mother, big mistakes. And I need to help them um, to heal through that and get back on the right track. So initiating, like it's good to bring in new traditions. It's good to start new things, but we can't just think that that's going to patch up stuff that has already happened. We also need to course correct. Okay. All right. Um, business, because I want the flow suite to grow plain and simple. I want this to become what I've dreamed it'll be. So the breath I'm taking in this container is offer and change. I want to offer something to this world. I want to offer a way for people to design rhythms that drive them to show up and create from their highest self. I want to see people come out of their failures. I want to see people come out of their past pains. I want to see people show up who think they have no business showing up. I want to see people start and do the shit they want to do. No matter who is the naysayer behind them. No matter who no longer believes in them. No matter if they think they're too old. They think it's already been done. They think they have no business trying. I want to offer ways for them to look all of that in the eye and say, yep, I'm not listening to that. I'm listening to me. Okay, I want to offer the encouragement, the support, the, the drive to do that. I want to offer products and services that drive people to actually face those huge shit, like <laughs> face all that shit, face those huge things and make it happen. Okay, and what do I want to change? Well, I want to change the language that surrounds the way that we do business. I'm not a business person, but I do know what has hindered me. And I think that's really what I want to change. And in another like category, I want to change the way we do a lot of stuff like this right here, the way that we face our new year resolutions and set goals. Um, this right here is me trying to change that so that I can better show up in it and do it the best I can. Okay. And finally, community. I I love being alone, <laughs> but I also love being with people. It is a battle that I have been fighting for my entire life. I want to go out and I want to party and I want to have so much fun, but then I also want to go home and burrito up in a comforter and just eat Oreos and not have to talk to people, okay? So how do we balance this? This is very difficult. Um, I also want to be in groups. Again, I loved my Bible study group. I loved being with those women. Um, I loved uh, anticipating getting together with them. I loved being with them. And so, and it's hard when you are joined by things that are rooted in a belief system because when that belief system starts to break down for you, it's like you it, those communities are hard to re-enter. Um, you're no longer a safe person. You can no longer speak freely because you think differently. And... Um, yeah, so it, it's just is a really tough thing, but you can still seek out community. Those are not the only places where community exists. You can take care of that need um, through lots of ways. And if all you're thinking about is Bible study or volunteering, you know, or the community garden, you're really limiting yourself. So the breath I'm taking in the community container here is to inspire and replace. Inspire and replace. This is the energy that Again, as long as I keep this harmonized in my life, I will find community. So I want to inspire others, plain and simple. I want to inspire people through the life I've lived, and it's not been pretty. But I know 
that there are people out there who need what I've gone through, who need the things I've done, who need what I have to say, who need what I have to offer. They need the lessons I'm learning. Okay, yeah, still learning. They need the, the, the shit that I've been through to know they're not alone so that maybe they can sit up and say, all right, now it's time for me to get going too. Okay, so I want to inspire other people and I want to replace I want to replace um I want to replace the people who simply disagree and think I have nothing <laughs> to offer. I want to replace the people who think that um I'm not allowed to show up. I want to replace the mindsets that make me lean into what those kind of people say. I want to replace the energy that I hold inside that tells me I don't belong in community. Um, so as long as I am doing both of these things and finding harmony, I will find the best community for me. And um, I can keep going. I mean, there are so many containers and this is only eight and I hope that it gives you a little bit of insight as to how I'm approaching setting up myself for success. You you can totally look at each of these categories and just decide, well, it doesn't have to be such an intricate process of breathing in this and exhaling that. Um, you could just say this, then that's what you do. This is what I'm doing. You can do what you want to do. I only tell you this to help you think outside of the resolution box. If you are someone who gets hung up on that, you're like, I just don't want to do that because that's way too ordinary. But then you're longing inside for a constructive way to make those changes. Some would argue this isn't measurable, that this isn't uh, specific enough. I would like to argue that because it works for me. It's specific enough for me. It's measurable enough for me. It might not be for them. But again, you, just because someone disagrees with you doesn't mean that what you're doing cannot work for you. And I think gosh, if we could just like sum this entire lifetime up, man, the more that we care about how other people view the stuff that we want to do that we believe is going to work for us, like the the farther away from our own selves we take us. If all we're going to do is just bank on other people's agreement and understanding as uh, as the determining factor of whether or not what we're doing or not doing is right or wrong, I mean, what are we even doing? Like we are not living for ourselves. The very moment we, we give away our agency like that. So obviously there are extremes where very clearly if someone wants to do something that's harmful, you know, we have to stop them from that. We have to stop ourselves from that. But in the general sense, if you want to start a New Year's resolution and you want to call it your own word and no one at the dinner party understands what you're saying, Girl, you take another sip of wine and you bold face, highlight, underline, triple exclamation point, circle it and screenshot it and send it to your best friend with three flames like, girl, they do not understand me. That's how I know I'm on the right track. Okay? That's how excited I want you to be about stepping out on your own path, doing what means the most to you, and, and speaking to your own soul for some for, for once, okay, for, for this one thing. Just start speaking to yourself in your own language and see how it feels. Watch other people stumble around 
you know, your words and not know how to repeat them back to you and twist their face up because they're trying to grasp it. It, it does, doesn't fit through their filters. Like, get comfortable with the feeling of being indigestible by other people. It's just, it feels good. It's a little isolating at times, but it really feels good. All right, I have to go. <laughs> but if nothing else, I hope that what you have taken away from this is that you get to start. If you're healing, you get to heal. If you're trying to change and fix yourself, you get to do that too. You can do that today. Today can be New Year. If you decide to do it today, you let me know and I will send you Happy New Year text all day long. You can wait till January 1st. You're not basic if you wait till January 1st. And girl, you can start on February 1st if you want to. Whatever day you choose to start is the most important because that is the first time that you have acted after you have decided to show up and do better. All right? I just want to remind you guys that I am available through DMs here, but you can also email me at kristen at theflowsuite.space. I'd actually love to be in touch with people over email. I can just... I can just write a little bit more and it feels a little more, little more natural that way, a little more connected. Also, um, I'm going to be keeping up with my uh, New Year resolutions through my newsletter. If you go through my bio link, you'll see um, a place where you can join the loft. That is my virtual happy place. Like That is where I send love notes to my people and I share my feelings. I get a little more deep than I do ever do here on the gram. And I don't know, I'd love to see you there if you want to hear more about how these goals, these uh, manifestations for the new year are going. And that's also where I'd like to, you know, to be able to hear what you're doing. And um, if you had any questions about this, if you wanted clarity, sign up for a quick consult call with me, guys. Creating rhythms... Um, is something that I love to do. Helping people find that magic flow through their day or through their season or whatever is something that I really enjoy doing. Um, when you go to the flow suite, there's a space to connect and you just book a call. You pick the day, 30 minute spot, absolutely free. And we can just chat for a little bit about what you need in order to even set foot you know, on that path towards your 2021. Maybe you need some help breaking down the containers that work for you. Maybe you need some help figuring out what those opposing energies are that you need to find harmony in so you can start to grow. Whatever the case, I am at your service. And um, if nothing else, just remember, that, like, this is, your, this is your one shot, okay? This is your one life. It's not new year, new you. It's today, you. It's gonna be day 10,000 whatever, and it's okay that you make today brand new, all right? So rock out that energy. Let me know how you're doing. And just remember, I am forever in your corner. I'm so glad I got to spend this time with you guys. Take care.